Spellore is brought to you by listeners like yourself. If you want to check out more stuff or give us a support, go to www.pat. I'll start over. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a fucking Alta Vista ad. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round friends and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello everybody and welcome to Spell Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing to comb and dome the barbarian Abdul Aziz. Have a cocktabular August, everybody. <laughs> Did I say cocktacular or cocktabular? Cocktabular. Yeah, reading those Reddit comments has somehow made me like. I think I've gone the other way oh, where no. I'm like. You dialed you. it up? Yeah, yeah, I dialed it up. Yeah, well, uh, fuck you. If you think I'm bad. Look at me now. Yeah, there's yeah that cocktacular comment off the top. It was because I read a bunch of Reddit comments and said I made too many dick jokes. Oh man, <laughs> is that why you were scheduling the podcast so you could say the right month when this came out? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Playing Ving the Half Elf Druid Paul Oppers. Hey guys, I'm 43 now. Woohoo! Hey. Oh, happy birthday! Thank happy you. Birthday. And playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Hello, I am not 43. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, even more happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did. I didn't mean it like we that. did do a bigger cheer <laughs> for Jessica not being 43. I think that's great. You started a cheer. The first one was oh, but then you started a cheer, so we all cheered. I, you're trying to make me feel better for being older. You know Is it what? working? 43. Yeah. Probably a really good age to be. Also, Paul, you look better than Sean and I. What did I do? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you look better you than look better than three of us put together. Yeah. Remember that guy Stop who it. yelled in the car? I look like garbage. <laughs> right. So Wait, people, did you tell Abdul? People yeah, are throwing so much shade at us. Yeah. What do you think's going on? I don't know. We're becoming too powerful. I guess. So the universe is sending people to try and humble us, and it's right. not gonna fucking work. Uh oh. okay, fuck. When last we left our heroes, they journeyed through the great forest and the boreal reach upon the backs of their noble and loyal tree glider steeds, Clarence and the recently named Black Spire 2. <laughs> We're really running on fumes with names, but we'll get there eventually. That's just Tuck. Yeah, Tuck just so, misses Black yeah, Spire. Yeah, who's really cool is my dog. <laughs> I'm going to name you dog. Uh, Ving very kindly sent a mourning dove back to Clarence's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. tree glider parents to explain <laughs> that their son had been taken away. I underlined not kidnapped yeah. many times. Maybe too many times. Yeah. yeah. Suspiciously too many. Also, the vibe between Ving and the dove was like kind of like they wanted to fuck. <laughs> Kind I mean, kind of. Explain kind of. Well, it kind of had a gale-like voice. It had a, a gale bit. voice. I was like, yeah, well, I don't know. I guess... I'm 
you guys aren't doing anything. Sean, stop acting so aloof. (laughs) (laughs) It's driving me bananas. Then we cross the border of the Boreal Reach into an area known as the Drowned Forest, a previously lush and beautiful glade of trees drowned and killed by underground water brought to the surface uh, following the greedy and maddened diggings of the elves that used to live here. We learned a little bit about imps being fairies corrupted in some fashion uh, and animating the bodies of dead animals that they once were bonded to. Ving remembered uh, an elven ranger camp called Alder Camp that was nearby, and we found ourselves there very shortly after, Billy keeping an eye out for imps in the water and the ice beneath. Mm -hmm. We arrived at the camp, a collection of wooden spheres hung from the trees, camouflaged, carved from burls and such, and uh, did a little bit of exploring in the form of, you guessed it, stealing. <laughs> you gotta rob a grave. <laughs> you gotta rob yeah, a grave. Is it stealing if they are not coming back? Yeah. Is it stealing if it belongs in a museum? <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> is it stealing if, like, we just really want it? <laughs> <laughs> so the party attempted to quietly and stealthily make their way across the wooden rope bridges that connected the spheres. <laughs> Finding themselves at a cache of some kind, digging around inside, avoiding the imps that Billy spotted beneath the water. Finding in this sphere a small paring knife found by Tuck. Yes. A rolled up bark scroll. With uh, uh, some, it's written in code. Yes, with yeah. an indecipherable code upon it. And then Billy found a gigantic sword made out of black glass. <laughs> you said I could pick whatever I want. I know, and I made a mistake in doing that. <laughs> You're lucky I didn't pick the guns with more guns. <laughs> <laughs> We're all lucky, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> After some negotiations involving the newly revealed Billy's marble jar method of getting him to do stuff. Yeah. This is like, uh, this will be the cover of our parenting book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Marble jar. A uh-huh. hundred marbles to a better fairy. <laughs> Beautiful. It's a working title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuck was able to convince Billy to trade him the paring knife for the giant glass sword. And five marbles. And five marbles. In the jar. And upon trying to cross the bridge, one of the imps in the middle of the pond was woken momentarily that before Billy put it back to sleep with a fairy dust, which spread throughout the waters, hopefully subduing anything underneath, but not for very long. And following their grave robbing, quote unquote, there's no graves here. You're just robbing dead people. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a different thing. Uh, The party heard cracking ice and splashing water, turning back to the waters to see dead, rotting animals climbing from the ice. And that is where we find our heroes now. Can I uh, do a move to figure out if these things have any kind of weakness? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can spell lore about it. I'll spell lore about it. Or discern realities. I'll use these dice. Yeah. Polar <laughs> dice. Yeah. Mm. Let's, let's see. see how let's see how well this goes. This yeah. whole session will be rolled with handmade dice from one of our supporters. Our Speltlore Codex Polar. And uh, This is our first time really using them for the show. And they rolled a lot of sixes before the show. Sean's eyes are squinting. We'll see. Suspiciously. 
Uh, seven plus intelligence? Yeah. Six. Six. Nice. I'll aid. I'll aid. All right. Fuck you, Polar. <laughs> I get eight. Eight. So that makes that a seven, which means it's something interesting, but not useful. So it seems like imps, at least by all accounts, don't have like powers mm-hmm. outside of the fact that they're animating these corporeal bodies. Which you think, at least as far as they're concerned, is power enough. They have physical bodies with which they can interact with the world. Yeah. But that also means that the only bodies that they have are rotting, decaying animal bodies. Mm-hmm. So if there is a weakness that they have, it's probably that they're extremely fragile. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they're also trying to get new bodies. I think that they're able to make their bodies. Like if they find like oh. other parts. Like, Frankensteins. Yeah, they, fr- they can Frankenstein themselves, maybe. Like, some have, like, extra limbs or, like, other weird parts of animals sticking off of them. You see, like, these dead animals crawling out of the ice. Some, like, flopping around on the water, like, trying to get closer to the ice. Like, you see the fox head that you saw before come up with, like, two front paws and then two more paws. Whoa. And pull itself up, and it's got... So, it's got six legs. Whoa. The two in the middle kind of, like smashed into its body very unevenly and that's sort of what you're looking at you're looking at like a rat like a giant jackrabbit but with like wolf limbs could have like a human hand on this old oh, wolf yeah. animal. Yeah. That's so gross. Yeah. So, or yeah. like a yeah hamster with a dick on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you reddit people. <laughs> you gotta stop. <laughs> it's looking pretty bad is what I'm saying. They don't look exactly like the animals that they were animating. Yeah. There's like a reindeer with hands. Yeah. <laughs> just, just climbing up. <laughs> yeah. Just human hands on its paws yeah. or on its limbs. They're like lurching around trying to use these bodies that should not work. So are they trying to get our body parts, I would imagine? It's hard to say what they're doing, but they're definitely trying to get to you. Okay. Which I can only imagine is because they see pretty good looking bodies. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But you hear like scuttling, scurrying in the trees above you. What? What? What is that? Sir. Oh. Jesus. Holy man. I thought you were a zombie. (laughs) Sir, what do we do? Enemies approach. We gotta get out of here. Agreed. Is it necessary for us to stay in this location, sir? No, we've all failed our rolling of magic findings. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get anything good. I mean, you only checked one burl. There could be more stuff and more information here. Do you want me to, like, keep watch if you don't want to keep digging through stuff? Oh, I would say this is not a keep watch and keep digging thing. This mm-hmm. is like they are trying to climb the trees. Are they successful so far? I mean, that some... one with hands is. <laughs> All right. I don't want to get near it. <laughs> the deer with hands is doing a great job. No, God. Is he belaying? Like He's belaying. <laughs> yeah. There's a deer with hands, human eyes, and a human mouth, and it's going, hey, guys. Yeah. Why don't you just come down here? I just want to talk to you. Ew. Ew. He's a deer head with a human jaw. Ew. Yeah. I just want to talk to you. Yeah, no, they are definitely, like, trying to get up the trees with varying levels of success. Why don't we wait till they're almost to the top? Uh-huh. And then go to the other burrow, and then they'll have to go all the way down. Smart. Yeah. Come over. We'll buy ourselves a time while we go treasure hunt some more. Yeah. yeah we'll right. wait for them to climb all the, almost all the way up. <laughs> what what are you so idea. upset about? <laughs> because why wouldn't they just climb onto the walkways? What walkways? Snip, you? snip. There you go. That's smart. Shit, that's yeah. so smart. Yeah, yeah, I'll use my new glass sword. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow, I wonder right. who found that. <laughs> Billy's looking at his tiny knife. <laughs> Do you like the knife that I gave you? It's, a, it's fine. Okay. He's trying to cut the thing with a knife? Yeah. It's fine. It's really dull, though. <laughs> uh, okay, so your plan is to just 
wait until they get mostly to the top and then yeah. get black spire 2 to jump us to the other side oh and i see like, oh, and then <laughs> back down. come on i mean yeah this is uh black spire 2 is the one doing this you don't really have to roll yeah you great. just wait and then you hop on black spire 2 and he leaps across the water uh-huh expands his little flying papoose. squirrel sugar glider papoose <laughs> yeah and uh Alights on the other side quite yeah. gracefully. Tuck okay. flips off all the zombies. <laughs> Devil nice. bird. Which immediately like fall off the tree. Like don't even try to climb down. Just oh. go and then start scurrying across the ice. Ooh, do any of them smash on the ice and then reassemble? So oh yeah. Some of them like into limbs pop off. New forms. Oh yeah. They smash into each other. Like an kind of, like, like, iron giant uh, arm walks over to like a new body and jumps on it. Yeah. Then, I wonder if some of them fight over limbs. Oh, oh yes. Totally. I also wonder if they're building like oh they're learning so they're building a taller creature that's better at getting up the trees. Ooh, oh yeah. That's really spooky. <gasps> I want to discern realities in this new burrow. Okay. Nine. Nine. Oh can oh, I eat? Yeah. Uh-huh. Five. Oh <laughs> shit. Oh. I um Can't. was too scared and oh. I peed myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, Billy. And I Billy. Th- it's fine. I, I'm not embarrassed. It's okay. We have extra pants for you. I think Billy is scared because he looks back at the imps and sees like, yeah, some are like crawling up the bodies of others yeah. and like, like, like grabbing limbs as they go by, grabbing integrating a limb. themselves into oh. like a larger ladder form. animal. And it's, it's still pretty lurchy, but it looks like if you give them a little bit more time, they might have a form big enough that they can just get to you. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's fucking hunt through this quick. Uh-huh. What's viable here? Uh, what is this room? So it's on the other side. It's on the opposite end. It's basically oh. the one that you landed at. It's what do you call like a camp leader's quarters? Oh, it's yeah. It's like captain's quarters, basically. Yeah. Like you would assume Ving, you walk in and you're like, oh yeah. Okay. This is probably where the first Talon was quartered. Mm-hmm. A hammock and an elven style container for personal stuff like basically a footlocker but if an elf made it there's a person an elf's body okay like it looks like they maybe fought in defense of this place and are they're just like slumped against one like arcing side are they a skeleton now or are they fully like rotted away Yuck. yeah do they have Whoa. a weapon they are gripping a, a wooden bow i'll take the bow so sorry and just like grinning skull Staring into your face. Anything in the locker? Clothes. Clothes? K- kind of moth-eaten and worn at this point. Maybe right. you could find one piece that was pretty nice. Can I discern? You could try. You're running out of time. Do it. I'm doing it really fast. There might be butter moth silk in here. Seven. Seven. So, yeah, one question. Billy is just ripping things apart. What here is useful or valuable to me? <laughs> Billy, like, takes the paring knife and just starts slicing yeah. through the mattress. Also, because I'm skeleton. like, in case there is a zombie in here, I'll yeah. kill it first. <laughs> so you do find in the clothes a butter moth silk cloak that is pretty ratty. Like, it's got, like, eaten holes mm. in it. So it's still got that sort of camouflage quality, but there's a lot of cloak that is not here. I throw it to Ving. Yeah. I don't know if this will fit you. Thank you. He turns to Tuck. It's reeks. <laughs> it's covered in rap piss. I know, but we got it. We got to eat. You We've don't been... have to like it. No, we no, no, do. No, no, we like, do, we do like it. Don't lie Thank to me. you. No, uh, why would we? Because uh, I hear marble. I hear. Put a marble in the jar. Thanks. <laughs> it's really nice. Thank of, you. It's really nice of you to give gifts. Appreciative. Up and down. <laughs> Thank of you. Of this disgusting cloak. <laughs> 
It's not my fault. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sir, enemy's closing. I go All to right. the window. I want to shoot an arrow. I grab the poor man's leg bone. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Got volley. Volley, yeah. Ten. Ooh. On a ten plus, you have a clear shot. You deal your damage. That's, oh, that's not a, a D6. That's a D10. Oh, yeah. I forgot. But you did get a six. Yeah. It counts. One. Now you got a one. Shit. So you, I think Polar, you, your dice are fucking up. <laughs> so you grab a leg bone. Mm -hmm. You just like pop this dude's bone off. Sorry. Turn around, fire it out the window, and it slams into this like imp. And parts of its body like grab onto it and move the bone Ew. into its body, like reinforcing one of its arms. All right, we let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> We're gone. Yeah, you come outside and all the tree gliders are, you know, when a squirrel is like scared and it's kind of hanging upside down in a tree and backing up, mm -hmm. they're all doing that. They're like backing Aww. away from the imp, except for Black Spire 2, who's kind of doing it, but closer than everybody else. Yeah, we what, get on his back. What yeah. if we burn this place down? Should we? I don't know. With all the imps? I mean, if you really want to burn this place down, Billy. <laughs> Billy's got his matches out like, please. <laughs> yeah, Billy, you could burn the cursed forest okay, down. Okay, cool. And so he rakes a bunch of uh, matches <laughs> up the his wall. Belly. <laughs> Where did he get fucking matches? I always have them on me. Strike anywhere. Strike anywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're trying to burn what? The burl down? Yeah, the burl that like I'm assuming all these zombies are are on okay defied danger wisdom i guess okay seven seven so yeah you you have some matches and you kind of start tossing them around on the the rags and shit that are left here yeah. and a fire catches pretty quickly also it's kind of nice that you're setting the fire because it's gonna keep this guy from like becoming part of the thing so it's kind oh, of the really? kindest thing you oh, can like do that. So you see the flames uh, grow and build and you see this elven skeleton almost looking at you in like relief as the flames consume his earthly form. And as you're like turning around, mm -hmm. a big meaty bony hand like slams onto the walkway in front of you. Jeez, Whoa! Oh my God. And this, this grotesque head that's like part elk, part fox, part <gasps> wolf three mouths like growling at you oh my god pulls itself over i am gonna use escape route oh yeah perfect billy's panic this yeah. is probably the grossest thing he's ever seen in his whole existence yeah it's Whoa. pretty bad yeah so when you're in too deep and need a way out name my escape route and roll plus dexterity yes you will get i got 13 i'm Jesus. very scared fuck yeah <laughs> <Such fucking Christ. laughs> uh, on a 10 plus i'm gone yeah totally run yeah. billy run yeah, yeah we're on we're already on black spire mm -hmm. 2's back and i'm like billy jump jump yeah i don't <laughs> billy doesn't even know how he got up there that high and that fast but yeah <laughs> literally you guys are, you reach out and you're like billy jump and he's behind yeah. you <laughs> 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 oh, holy shit yeah black spire 2's like fall back and leaps into the trees and nice. you take off can I look behind me? The fire builds. The imp has caught fire. Oh. And the flames spread across its horrible body. And you hear this like, like, you know, like an echoing cry. But also at the end, there's the sense of relief as their yeah. ashes float mm -hmm. up into the night sky. Yeah. And as you soar on through the trees, smoke rises behind you. Man, the great forest is fucked up right now. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I see why you wanted to leave. And never return. Yeah. 
I always Why do you warn us? <laughs> I, oh. I thought I did. <laughs> I thought I'd been doing nothing but warn you for two years. I thought like your dad was like the scariest thing that we'd meet. No, 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 no. He's just scared of me because he's my dad. <laughs> uh, so you still have quite a lot of the drowned forest between here and there. Perilous journey, I guess. Yes. So we need a scout ahead. We need a navigate and we probably need some food because you guys haven't eaten. I do have the granolas. Yeah, except right. for M and M's. Uh huh. Do you want to be quartermaster then? I I'll scout ahead because Billy is scared of looking down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. I'll oh, navigate you... with the night sky. <laughs> it is day now, but you can still see the impressions of the stars through the sky. It's the daytime. Yeah. yeah. So I'll use the moon. Yes, Ooh. broken moon. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, what? Oh, it's a day moon. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so scout ahead, navigate, manage provisions. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Four. Seven. Six. Okay. Uh, so I failed. You failed. Mm-hmm. Did you fail? No, I got a seven. Okay. okay. Thanks for the M and M's, Billy. No problem. Those are not M and M's. Actually, Billy's been busy on the back of Clarence, um, switcherooing or what? Was he doing? Is it switcheroo when he like makes things tastier? Yeah. So that's what he's been doing. He's been pulling out all the walnuts because they suck. Oh yeah. <laughs> into M and M's. <laughs> Changing them into M and M's. Yeah. That's so funny. So yeah, the party consumes the expected amount of rations, one per person if making camp, one per person per day if making a journey. Mm. This journey will probably be like, this is the next day. Okay. The sun begins to set as you reach the end of the drowned forest. The ground starts to firm up and we are in a new environment. That environment is... Ooh, what about clear cut? Oh, clear cut. Like where where there's no trees and it's like a new part. Yeah. Yeah. Like where they, I don't know, drew their industry from. Maybe there's a lot of ironwood here or something. Mm. Oh, an ironwood forest is kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah. Or you also talked about the chune trees too. Oh, about the I think forest? that would be really nice. Yeah. 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 It would make sense too, like so close to water. I feel like they would be really like water hungry trees. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. Because they're always wetting their lips to whistle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the boundary of the drowned forest is marked by a point in your journey when you start to hear this like haunting ethereal song floating over the wind oh cool billy and tuck haven't probably heard this before but ving it's like immediately recognizable to you as a tune would hmm. so beautiful and so scary mm-hmm. such a sad sound yeah because i mean it's the sort of thing where the music is beautiful because it's it's a natural phenomenon that is like a gift to the world, but it also means the tree is like being consumed in a way. Uh-huh. Also, yeah, for sleeping, like hopefully there's no breeze. Right. Right. Yeah. So loud. <laughs> yeah. It, a windy day, it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> so what, are you guys making camp on the floor? Or are you trying to make camp in the, in the canopy? If we can in the canopy. Yeah, Billy's wanting the canopy. Okay. He's, um making little uh earplugs out of the loose like the fur that he's plucking out of clarence's like back his, uh-huh. his under fur he has under fur yeah so they're gonna be really soft little earplugs for everyone nice nice thank you you're welcome put uh, a marble in your jar <laughs> nice that was very thoughtful so in terms of managed provisions what are you eating just like dry stuff that billy has m&ms M- and <laughs> is there anything in the trees that's edible like can we eat like some of the bark uh there is a forage move actually Uh, Ooh! so this would be if you wanted to like really look around and find enough food for potentially several people for several days 
that would be something you could do. Yeah, let's. I think we don't have much in the way of ration, so you I, definitely don't. Yeah. yeah, let's look for some food. Okay. Oh, okay. it makes sense for Ving to do it. Yeah, mm. you do it. All right, I got seven. Okay, so you gain one d four rations plus one d four if you have the knowledge and gear needed to trap or hunt. Yeah, you've got knowledge and a bow. One and one and two. <laughs> oh, God. No. I mean, it makes sense. You you spent time in the Chunwood as a young man, and you, you remember this area of the forest being full of life. But something is off. There's yeah. just not as many animals around. The plant life looks malnourished and Used to and be withered. To, um, the Chun beetles would... They made like a nectar, like a honeycomb sort of thing. It was like a, not as sweet as a bee's. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Used to be able to eat like their food that they farmed, but there's just no, there's no chune beetles. Yeah. Oh. oh, you could like push it out of like the chune holes. Yeah. And then like eat it like a churro. Yeah. You could break <laughs> off so little branches. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like some fresh bug goo. <laughs> yeah. Right out of the hole. <laughs> sweet, protein rich. <laughs> Everything uh, the body needs. And your <laughs> That's what your dad told you. Yeah. <laughs> it's everything the body needs. Doesn't have everything the body needs. Sometimes you need to jerk off too, Dad. Ving <laughs> 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 just flat out says that to his dad. <laughs> You're gonna jerk off out here, you have to go pretty far so I don't hear you. <laughs> I've elf seers. <laughs> So you have a relatively peaceful night. Black Spire 2 and the other tree gliders keep an eye on things for you. And you're out stalking. You've got this bow. You made a couple arrows. Nothing special, but, you know, some some regular old arrows. You see, like, a a pretty, like, scrawny deer. And you're creeping, trying to remember to stay, you know, downwind not make too much noise and you get this like perfect shot and you're just stepping around a little bit as the deer moves and you hear and then you stumble and you look down and there's an arrow through the very tip of your boot oh keeping me here just yeah somebody fired something and just pinned you in place Whoa. i want to certain realities and see if i can pick it up if i have a really good role can i use my elf senses to nail down where they are yeah totally 2d6 plus wisdom to discern realities Oh, nice. I got 12. Okay. (laughs) Are we with him? No, he's gone off to go hunt. You see kind of peering through the brush, like through a bush a few dozen yards from you, through some trees to the point where you're like, God damn, what a great shot. Like Mm -hmm. she threaded it between trees. Sick. And stuck Mm -hmm. you in place. Through the tip of your boot. Like it didn't hurt him? No, just through the, through the leather. Whoa. And, uh, you see her like pull a hood up over her face and she just blends into the bush. Um, I want to take the the arrow out and shoot it just instinctively. You can definitely just try and fire back. Plus dexterity. Yes. 10, 10. Yeah. So go ahead, deal your damage. Great. Four, four. You fire into the bush that she was hidden in. And I was trying to aim like beside here. While she's pulling up her hood to try and pull the hood off, because I know once she puts the butter silk on, it'll she'll go invisible. Oh, well, in that case, you fire and you hear like a tearing imperceptibly on the wind. And she comes like bursting out of the bush and starts running through the trees. Whoa. I gotta take chase. Sick. TD6 plus dexterity. Great. Four plus is six. Tuck. Too far away. We uh, can't help. Oh. oh, wait. Get a plus one from discern realities. <gasps> 
I do. Whoa! Remember Why? that's how, because that's how discern realities has always worked. Oh, <laughs> right! <my God. laughs> Keep forgetting that. <laughs> when you act on the information from that you get from a discern realities roll, you get a plus one. Yes. But you did volley. Yeah. So is that where the plus one went? Nah, let's use it here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm comfortable if you guys are. I want to know who this woman is. And some Me questions too. go unanswered. No, and they... also, I want to see Ving's beautiful body go, like <laughs> just like be pushed to its limit as he like <laughs> runs through the forest the way an elf always should. Yeah. Uh, Faster than Twilight vampires. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Stealthy like Legolas. <laughs> um, what else? <laughs> this, is, this is a story that Billy is telling Tuck and Blackspire <laughs> yeah. too and everyone else. Yeah. Where he's like running through the woods faster than a Twilight vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? What uh, is a Twilight and then vampire? I'm like, and quieter than a Legolas. And then you. <laughs> was Ving. that flies by? Is that Ving? No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> we look, we look over our shoulders for a second. We're like, probably nothing. And we just go back yeah. to Philly. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll let this happen if you use one of your questions because you have two more. What here is not what it appears to be. You would guess based on the way that she's like run off that either you are not familiar with how rangers operate in this part of the forest or she is not actually a ranger. <gasps> she stole the cloak. Or she's like a defected ranger. But she's, yeah, she's off and running. You see her, she's fucking hauling ass. I'm not a ranger either. She's still running. Stop. She's still running. <laughs> Please. She's still running. Come on. Just running. You're doing this while running through the forest, jumping over branches. Like. Like, <laughs> uh, I would like to get a bit of an advantage and call for Hank. Okay. Yeah. How? Uh, light as a feather up, um, running up a tree branch, mm-hmm. uh, dancing up there and call for Hank mm-hmm. and see if he can swoop me up. And so I'm a little bit faster up. Off the ground. Yeah, totally. Hank is the tree glider with the mohawk, right? Yeah. Before I went hunting, I uh, put water in, in his mohawk, and now it's frozen, and I frosted his tips. <laughs> there we go. So 2d6 plus dexterity for light as a feather. Great. I got uh, eight. Uh, I think that you're able to get up into the trees. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of jump up, kick off one branch. Swoop around. Yeah, and then you're, like, running above this woman, but I think back at the campfire... Billy and Tuck, you're sitting there talking to the tree gliders, and Hank like perks his ears up. Aww. Goes, I gotta go, and he starts running. <laughs> but you're quite far away, so Hank is gonna take some time to get there. That's the what goes wrong. Okay, yeah, I don't want to give up on chasing this person. Yeah, she's just running below you, but she's starting to like weave a lot more. Her hands are like knife edged as she's running. You see her ears twitch with your extra elf perception. She looks back, sees you in the branches. And kind of drops to her side and uses her hand to give herself more leverage and whips around, taking a sharp right, like, into the underbrush. Fucking sick. (laughs) That's so cool. And now she's kind of harder to see. I'm going to use elemental mastery and then melt all the snow Mm -hmm. and then freeze it again. Oh, Oh, cool. Very cool. Okay, I got 13. Holy shit. I will choose the effect I desire comes to pass. And I retain control. Okay. So you pay nature's price. I pay nature's price. So your goal is to like stop her in her tracks, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And like to trip her up so that, you know, if she doesn't get caught frozen in the ice, at least it would be all of a sudden super slippery. Yeah, totally. Uh, So do you come down to the floor when you do this? I jumped and I 
melted it and then I tried to refreeze it just at the bottom to kind of like Tarzan slide into it being <laughs> oh, ice. Cool. cool. Sick. Yeah. So deal your own damage, D6. Five. <laughs> and yeah, as you're like refreezing it, you feel that like harsh cutting Arctic wind like rip over your body and you take that five damage. Damn it. As you are just caught in the absolute worst glacial gale for a second and you hit the ground and she like she lifts one her right foot and the ice melts and then as she's lowering her right foot it freezes again and she gets caught right on that foot and as you're sliding down behind her she turns and she her hand goes to her waist Mm -hmm. and she whips it out and like you see for a second what looks like a seed pod shoot through the air hit you in the chest I, i fight with honor okay Oh, I got 12. Fuck yes. So you get however much chi. Three. And block a blow meant for you or someone else. You take half damage. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, I could also use grab an item within the reach. Can I grab the Mm. pod as it's coming at me? Uh, Yeah, you can grab it. That's sick. (laughs) So she throws it at me. I grab the the pod out of the air and now it's yours. It explodes in your hand. (laughs) (laughs) He's looking at it like, cool, what I get? No, it explodes in your hand. slowly... slides to a stop and then boom it just it what maybe bursts is the right is a better word to use and it bursts coating your arm and the right side of your chest in a sticky rapidly hardening sap no oh my gosh but it's just like you caught it in the right way that it's like right here you maybe get a little bit on your face but like mostly you're just your right arm is kind of unusable right now and she starts like punching at the ice that's sticking her to the ground i want to roll in front of her and like show that i could do something mm-hmm. i come sliding around her with my bow trained on her and like mm-hmm. and then take the bow put it down show her my palms yeah i uh, roll 2d6 plus charisma because it's going to be kind of hard to pull this off with one of your arms completely immobilized oh yeah <laughs> but maybe if you did it cool enough <laughs> like this i was almost imagining you like putting an arrow in your teeth Whoa, and like pulling cool. it back that's oh, really cool sick i love that okay, that's that so that. cool totally he knocks an arrow with his teeth yeah and yeah, his left come, hand comes sliding around and then like shoots in the ground right by her foot oh yeah. cool letting like releasing her releasing it oh. her. yeah smashes the ice Great. Uh, 11. 11. I, I help her up. She gets up and backs away from you. She's wearing like layered furs yeah. with like leather armor underneath that. We're dressed the same. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to tell me who you are. I just wanted you to know that I'm not here to hurt you. You're not trying to hurt me, huh? No. Funny way of showing it. I was trying to defend myself. You shot an arrow into my foot. Nice shot, by the way. I like your dressings. I like yours. Size 10? You know it. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that a point of pride? (laughs) Are they talking about shoe size? (laughs) Elves love being the same as all of the other elves. (laughs) Size 10 is like the average elf foot size. So if you're size 10, everyone's like, fuck yeah, bro. That's sick. (laughs) Clothing swaps are a big deal. Yeah. (laughs) So she's just standing there like she's still kind of crouched low. You out here alone? No, my friends are here. They also will not hurt you. What's your name? She takes a second where it looks like she's going to try and come up with a fake name. Do you want me to come up with your name or do you want to tell me the truth? <laughs> she spits on the ground. 
Niana. Niana. Ving. She holds her hand out. I, he looks down at his <laughs> sap covered arm. It's all twisted and stuck to his chest. That'll uh, flake off in a couple hours. A couple hours? Yeah, well. <laughs> he just don't, I, if, if you ever feel like shitting again, don't do that. <laughs> I do feel like shitting again. So you got a fire? We got a fire. We got some food. Not much, but whatever's there, you're welcome to it. All right, fine. And she like reaches down and picks up a knife that she'd buried under the snow next to her. Whoa! And puts it on her belt. Put her there. Ving puts the hand that's stuck to his chest. (laughs) She shakes it very awkwardly and pushes you. Lead the way. Slide. Yeah, slides on the ice. (laughs) And then Hank comes crashing through the trees. <laughs> slams into the snow, <laughs> just like a big squirrel square, like a uh, like a angel. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I bet no. So he totally does, and he's like he butts himself in between you and Niana. Hank, and it, stand down. Yeah, yeah. Friend, friend. Oh, I ran all the way here though. <laughs> I was really hoping to fuck somebody up. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming. <sighs> Who's this? This is Niana. Niana, Hank. She nods. Oh, here. He puts the Chamberlain ring on Niana for a moment. Interesting. You give her the ring right off the bat. I trust her. And Hank goes, what's up? I'm Hank. I'm kind of like the boss around here. (laughs) (laughs) And I like to party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of like, I do with like, I deal with like security. I'm like the boss of security around here. Things... (laughs) <laughs> and shakes his head very slightly and she looks at the ring on her hand how about we go back to your fire she hops on Hank and waits for you to get on the front I'd like to discern realities and see I don't like how like excited she is about this fire yeah seven plus wisdom nine nine so one question who's really in control here ah uh, Nothing. Just thought of something. Oh. Why? Well, I think if she's looking for a fire, I think she's wanting to send smoke signals. Mm. I don't oh, know. Wow. That's an interesting theory. Mm. Don't put ide- cool ideas in Sean's head. Oh, sorry. Like, I'm sorry. God, no. no <laughs> that's really good. Ignore. No, it's an interesting the theory. No. So yeah, nine. If you use it, I'm suing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please feel no free round. to su- please feel free to sue me and take all of your money from me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so what are some things we know about your current situation and the events of the last couple days? Mm, there's a bounty and we're on the run. We broke out of elf prison. Yeah. Because the, we were prisoners of the high court, which mm-hmm. was the big daddy court of all elf society. Yeah. And then we were very disrespectful to them. We broke, and then they, when they sent people to kill us, we had already broken out of jail and then uh, also released a bunch of their military assets and left town. Yeah. <laughs> also beat up a stable boy. <laughs> yeah. It was the nicest person. Uh-huh. Yeah. And made one of their young princes eat bugs. <laughs> right. I also uh, Tuck did the fruit bowl thing. I did a fruit bowl. I mooned everyone in court. Yeah. Everybody got the billy goat. Yeah. Oh, is mm-hmm. that what it's called? I I've call heard, it the fruit bowl. I've heard fruit bowl. I've heard billy goat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a very accurate and thoughtful and thorough 
recap of what your <laughs> situation is right now. I know. Who's in control here? Probably whoever is paying the bounty that is on your heads. So she's a bounty hunter? The question is who's really in control here, not what is her deal. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad I gave her the ring regardless. <laughs> yeah, that's that a sign of trust that I don't regret because it does, shows my uh, stupidity and trustworthiness. <laughs> I know, yeah. People tend to trust us because we are unflinchingly trustworthy of other people sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yep. So you head back to the fire. Billy is still telling a story. Just leap into it. This is the end of the story. Uh, and then... And he then he waved his wand and he said, <laughs> and then the spell rebounded and shot him in the heart. And Clarence is like, no. Yeah, because that was the prophecy all along. Oh, <laughs> the prophecy. Oh, and he starts at. Patting his little paws together. They don't make a clapping sound. You just hear thuds. And Hank, the tree glider, lands in a tree next to you, like above the fire, with Ving and some sort of random woman on the back. Oh, I pull out my knife. And then Tuxie's Ving with a random woman, and he goes, classic Ving. And he's like, no, 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 no. Gives Tuck the fighting sign. Like that we might be getting in a fight soon. Oh, like, okay. on your guard. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Tuck, when he sees that, he just like takes Billy and he shoves him behind him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Comes up between his legs with a knife. <laughs> and a I've got my knife, yeah, and I'm, I'm sharpening it on a little twig. <laughs> <laughs> sharpening the, the twig. The twig is sharpening <laughs> the knife? <laughs> you can do that. It's an ironwood twig. It's an ironwood twig. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So... This is your camp. Yeah. Where's your camp? Oh, you know, out that way. And then Tuck comes up and he's like, hey, what's up? My name is Tuck. Uh, I kind of do security around here <laughs> and I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I, I don't talk to strangers, so that means I don't have to talk to you. Fair enough. It's a good instinct to have for a little boy. And she sits down at the fire, starts warming her hands. Why'd you shoot me in the foot? I didn't know who you were. Wasn't sure if you posed a threat. I don't believe you. All right. What are you doing so deep in the forest? Hunting. What are you doing? Running from the law. Is that so? Wow. What? I can read your forehead wrinkles like a book. <laughs> she furrows, she tries to flatten him out by furrowing her brow. <laughs> She's wearing Chamberlain's ring. She that is, means yeah. we can mm -hmm. hear Read what she's thinking. Oh, oh, yeah. Smart. Fuck. We're so fucking smart. 2d6 plus charisma. Can I perform lightning in a bottle on her without her knowing? Because of the cha <gasps> Chamberlain ring? You can definitely pull memories through the ring. Yeah. That's a very interesting idea. Yeah, go Thanks, ahead. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so sick. Ving very also sick. made the, the symbol of that she's wearing the ring when he came up to the party <laughs> behind her back by putting, <laughs> making a circle with one hand and then putting a ring into that other circle. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And the message is delivered loud and clear. Yeah. And that's why Tuck went classic Ving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 2d6 plus dexterity for lightning in a bottle? Yeah. Or Twelve. Twelve. Yes. Holy shit. Wow. So what form does this memory take? Um, or this thought, I suppose. Billy's uh, sitting kind of near the lady, but with his back to her, and he's looking at 
Tuck's face and it's going through Billy's eyes. Oh, so you're reflecting it to mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Cool. Because it's through Billy's eyes, this is very much a like one camera sitcom sort of vibe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where she like, it's, it's Niana standing and she's got her thumbs up and you guys are all in a net next to her. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and she like drags you into an office and plops you in front of a very cartoonishly stupid looking elf noble uh-huh. who's got like big stupid hair Ugh. and like a very fancy robe but like you saw some elf nobles this is like a cartoon caricature of yeah. a noble who's like <laughs> <laughs> can we say that the style is as if like billy had cut out like yeah. picture like done the drawings himself oh and yeah. did like the a puppet show with it totally yeah. like an angela anaconda uh-huh. like real pictures made into paper dolls kind yeah of thing. totally yeah. great and she walks up and she drops the net full of you guys in front of the self noble who goes oh and claps and gives her a bunch of money. And then she is in a big, beautiful tree mansion sitting on a pile of elf money. Um, I would like to shoot first. <laughs> okay. okay. If that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's okay. So or, or well, backstab. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Shoot first just means that you are never surprised. I'm going to use backstab. So I attack a surprised or defenseless enemy with a melee weapon. Okay, yeah, go for it. 2d6 plus dexterity. The backstab. Oh. Seven. Okay. So um, seven's still good. You get Yeah, something. I get to choose one. I would like to create an advantage, a plus one forward to an ally. Cool. And I will take that plus one forward because <laughs> Billy gave me, like, advanced warnings. So, like, already... When Billy was like starting to like do the backstab, uh-huh. Tuck is like getting up to like deck her in the face, pretty yeah. much. So, I'm just going to quickly ro- roll fight with honor before all this pops off. Yeah, <laughs> great, I had failed it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you failed so bad. Oh, too. No. Three. Um, so what I do is I uh, I just like spin around, like I'm just sitting. I spin around and then I uh, put her in a little chokehold with a knife against her throat. She freezes. And as soon as, yeah, as soon as, like, I see Billy start to move, Tuck gets up and, like, punches her in the face. All right, hack and slash with a plus one. Oh, my God. Nine and then 12, because I have plus three. Yeah, nice. great. Holy mackerel. Woo-hoo. So what is this? You're just slugging her? Yeah, just oh. punching her really hard. <laughs> yeah. And you... In the face. Yeah. <laughs> your, your fist comes, like, arcing down. And you just clock her on the side of the head so hard that Billy's like left hanging in space <laughs> where, where, her, where her body is sent tumbling to the side. Deal your damage. Nine. Nice. <laughs> yeah, because that negates whatever she oh. did afterwards. Yeah. Just what if out? it just knocks her out? Yeah. yeah. Nine is a tremendous amount of damage. <laughs> she just gets fucking slammed into like the tree trunk that you're kind of camping at the base of. Uh-huh. And she does kick the fire and it's mostly Ving. The main failure of this is that you start standing up very imperiously. Ving uh, sticks his hand into the fire that's in front of them and comes out on fire. And he says, I want you to listen to me very carefully. Ving failed his fight with honor. Don't think I forgot but that. But this is just a move. So <laughs> what a happens move. on it? What happens on a failure with fight with honor? I hold one chi, but your enemy already has a drop on you. Oh, okay. Billy's got her in the, his little quote-unquote chokehold. He's kind of like backpacking her and has the knife on her neck. Tuck is moving at the same time and clocks her in the face. She gets sent tumbling to the side closer to you. 
you get ready to do your fight with honor you're reaching towards the fire she kicks into the ashes <gasps> and the cinders just burst in your face so you're completely blind for a second i'm uh, not blinded blinded but your vision is obscured by these embers oh okay yeah like i want you to listen very <laughs> As yeah. all of this, I lose my moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he catch, catches my neck, a hair on fire. <laughs> you gotta like my, pat yourself my out. Mat. <laughs> you were gonna do something really cool, and then the puff of smoke <laughs> yes. freaks you out yeah. a little bit. So you're like, oh, smoke! Yeah. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but she is like, oh, she's like not completely unconscious, but fully fucked up. I lean over and I pull the ring off her finger and put it back on my finger. Oh. Should we tie her up? Oh yeah, 100%. And she is just sitting at your fire, tied up. Big old bruise on the side of her head. Well, well done. Here, hand her a piece of snow against a leaf. Put that on your face. Keep the swelling down. She kind of like has to lean down because her arms are tied up. Billy just helps her and plops it right there on her face. <sighs> Thank you. What's our bounty up to now? Your bounty is um, 6,000 coins. More than enough for me to get out of this forest and make a new life for myself. And what's the bounty on us? Tuck says that he gestures to himself and Billy. Probably a lot too. Probably 6,000 <laughs> each too, right? <laughs> no, 6,000 for all of you. Oh, okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. They add an extra thousand for us. That's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty <Yeah. laughs> good. That's a lot of money. I wonder what we could buy with it. Nothing unless you find a way to turn yourselves in. Right. Right. Huh. We do have that power, which is a nice feeling. Yeah, we do it a lot. So, what happens now? Uh, I mean, uh, we could um, kill you, mm -hmm. leave you. Oh, almost rather you kill me, if I'm being honest. Wait, you would rather us kill you than leave you here tied up? Have you been to the Great Forest before? Me? No. Well, then you might not be familiar with the uh, various dangers that exist in here. Defenseless like me? Poor little old woman tied up on a rock? You're hardly defenseless and I'd you know be, it. I'd be dead before dawn. So, I think we're all in agreement then. You set me free. And we all go about our way. I don't think so. I guess... You kill me. I don't... No, what? I can make a little pinky promise with her. Oh, um, smart. Cool. Are you, like, can I ask her something? Yeah. Are you traveling alone? Yes. Are you lying? No, I can't. I, it's, you might get the idea. I'm not a very personable <laughs> elf, and uh, I don't work well with others, so um, I'm out here by my lonesome. Really too bad, because I bet we could have been great friends mm. mm -hmm. if you weren't. <clears throat> so mean? Yeah, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to do my job. You know, nowadays you need you need coin. What do you mean that you you need money now and you didn't need it before? Back in the day, nobility sought to support the common man. The the forest provided and the elves provided for those that needed it. And you know, over time something changed, and now God, people are just scraping by. What if we told you that? That's what we're trying to fix. Like that's what that's what we're on our way to go do. That's great. And it would go back to the way it was. Would you leave us alone? No. I mean, yes. No, I think I would. Yeah? Yeah. What if like you promised not to tell anyone you found us? Sure. And and do not follow us. Absolutely not. 
so you promise you would not follow us? No, by, by, by stick and stone, by the leaves in the trees, may I be buried in the earth and my body used for worm food. You pinky promise? Sure, I pinky promise. Uh, Why not? And she like wiggles forward and kind of sticks her finger out. By your words, if you are to break them, you will lay in the dirt and you will turn into food for the bugs. I spend a, I spend a fairy child. Oh, you spend a fairy child. Okay. And she makes this promise to you, pinky swears, mm -hmm. and you say, if you break your promise, you will be food for the worms. And she goes, okay. I mean it. He means it. Oh, okay. all right. Listen to him. What do you mean? I'm cutting her ropes. I'm like, I'm a fairy, so. Nah, come on. Come on. It's up to you, but we're telling you not to. Okay. And she gets up and she brushes her legs off, picks up her stuff. You're all very strange people. <laughs> <laughs> well, and she uh, yeah, da, da, <laughs> like walks off into the forest and disappears. Cloak gone. Yeah. Into the trees. And you're left alone in this snowy tune wood. Uh, oh, I guess you guys haven't eaten yet. You haven't done I was going to say, we didn't do oh, our campy thing, did we? Right. Yeah, yeah we no. can make camp. Because I... I took a lot of damage back there, mostly the emotional damage from. It was seven damage. Seven. <laughs> Jesus what did, what did he oh, say yeah. to to cause all that damage? He he woke up and he saw Tuck the violence in Tuck's face, and he went, "It's okay." Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever you need to do right now, you, you, yeah. you can do it. So sad. Some wow. goodwill hunting stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's not your fault, man. It's okay. Oh, it's not your fault. <laughs> He wakes himself up farting and then tells you it's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> the camera subtly shaking in place. Yeah. Um, so you pack up, you hop on the tree gliders and carry on through the tune wood. The rest of the day is soundtracked by ethereal music of the forest. Your spirits feel tired, fatigued, listening to this song that takes on a sort of mournful quality. Maybe it's the corruption in the forest. Maybe it's the it's the nature of things. But maybe it's the fact that Tuck keeps trying to improvise songs to it. Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. What does that sound like? Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn? <laughs> Actually, that was pretty good. Though. That was pretty good. <laughs> but now he's just doing rap rock. <laughs> Ving is doing blasts of air to the right and the left, just so it goes. Hoo, ah, hoo, ah, hoo, ah, through the tune trees. All the tree gliders are like, <laughs> have all my um, homemade yeah. earbuds stuffed in their ears. Yeah. So they're having a grand old time mm -hmm. listening to the sound of their own blood pumping in their skulls. <laughs> and this is actually awesome. <laughs> I love this. Metal as fuck. And you come to a place that feels safe to rest for the night. What is this location? I had an idea. What? Yeah, great. It's uh, like as we kind of like are gliding over it, there is like a clearing in the woods with like a massive fairy circle in it. Oh, mm. pretty. Mm. That's why I feel safe because like it feels like there would be like fairy protections on this place at least. So if there's a fairy oh. circle here, which are we, what are we imagining? Like mushrooms in a circle? Yeah, ferns. little mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. Mushrooms creating a big wide circle in a clearing in the trees. Oh. Can I do a little fairy like? protection offering yeah totally what does that look like they love sunlight and we're here at night so billy offers the light of his billow the wisp very nice oh cool 
creating like little beams of sunlight mm-hmm. to feed the mushrooms. Just like dancing along yeah, exactly. tops of, top the of them. The glow will dance along the tops of the mushrooms. Yeah. And like one by one, like as the light alights on a mushroom, mm-hmm. it picks itself up out of the earth mm-hmm. and reveals, you know, little arms and legs. Aww. And the fairy mushrooms begin dancing, cavorting in a circle, following the sunlight and like singing and dancing with one another. Is this something that Ving and I can see or is it just Billy? I think it's just Billy. Yeah. So yeah, just Billy. It looks like Billy is dancing with mushrooms in a circle. <laughs> and as You better not put those in his goddamn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> as we're trying to set up. Oh, maybe we're trying to set up the fanny pack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I was going to ask if you guys had That's the fanny pack idea. with you. Yeah. So we're setting up the tent. Mm. Like it's the, very much yes, like we're camping. setting up a tent and we asked Billy to help us and he just went off and played. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, you're not getting a marble oh! if you don't help. And he doesn't, he doesn't listen to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys go into the fanny pack? Uh, we start yeah. a fire. We start a fire outside, but we do set it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. So yeah, there's a little fire crackling. I like that the fairy ring means it's safe. We can hang out here for a bit and then go to bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe Victor. Oh, yeah. Oh, Victor's been following us. Yeah, he's been tracking us through the forest, yeah. right? So pretty. And yeah, melting out of the dark. Stepping lightly, pausing for a moment at the edge of the fairy circle. Sniffing, like nosing the air above it. And then gently stepping through. Ooh. Cool. Hmm. So you have made camp. Your feeble mortal bodies require rest. Hmm? Yeah. Do you want to rest with us? Just uh, pass the time? I don't know. I suppose I could be convinced to go inside the bag. <laughs> inside the bag. <laughs> inside the bag where all of the treats and bed I have made be. <laughs> <laughs> it has been quite a lot over the last few days running. Those gross monster things you thought were pretty scary for you. <laughs> Not for Not me. Not for me. I love gross stuff like that. I eat gross stuff for breakfast. <laughs> they were frightening in their countenance and revolting in their flavor. Victor, I made your bed for you. Oh. <laughs> I even got Perel to warm up the blanket. Oh. Well, I suppose because you find it necessary to prostrate yourself before me, I should then to accept. Okay, yeah, I love that. And he bowls past you. (laughs) I'll tuck you in. Walking into the tent. Uh And yeah, you go in and Perel and Morris are in the sitting room. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, hey, what's going on? Where are we? We are... Deep in the woods. We're safe in a mm-hmm. fairy ring. Oh, fairy ring. I'm unfamiliar. Is this a, is, are these a real thing or is this a superstitious? No, it's real. Yeah, it's a thing that Billy does to keep like areas safe. Oh. I made my offering and they accepted it. Come take a look if you want. Morris, when you say you can step outside and look, goes, I trust you. <laughs> and goes back to the big book that he's reading. And Billy's kind of offended because he worked really hard on his fairy ring. <laughs> yeah. It's like, fine. He slams the flap shut. <laughs> no, bro goes, I'll, Billy, I'll come look at your fairy ring. And he like bats Morris on the side, on the <laughs> <Hey>. shoulder. <laughs> Thank you, Perel. Yeah. And he pokes out mm-hmm. and he immediately like hunches down a little bit. Because he sees the forest. Oh, man. And I go up to the little mushrooms and like, see, like they're working so hard for us. Very nice, Billy. Yeah. He's looking at all the mushrooms. Wow. And then as he's looking at them, you hear, ah! 
from the forest, just a strange creature. And Morris just looks up. I when he poked his head out. That's great. I say, don't worry. It won't find us. P- Perel just looks up and goes, ah, it's really nice, Billy. I'm going to go back inside. Okay. And then he's, as he's like shuffling in, you see like a massive creature with like a 22 foot wingspan spread its wings out, blotting out a huge portion of the sky and then take off bat like arms and flapping. He, wow. he just hustles back into the tent. Oh boy. Gone through the flap. And then unless there's anything else we want to do in the tent right now, it's time to use the make camp move. Uh, I made sure all the, the pile of um, tree gliders are comfy in my fairy circle. Nice. Yeah. yeah. They definitely don't go in the tent. Mm. Like okay. if you wanted them to go in the tent, you would have to like force them in. Okay. No, no. Well, I just let them know. Sir, we will take up a perimeter outside of your perimeter. Okay, well, if you want to go in the perimeter, you're more than welcome to. Sir, yes, sir. Unnecessary, sir. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, sir, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> There's Good. some, like, uh, bulbs, tubers in the ground in this ring. There's some like, oh. grasses you can see. Mm. Thing digs it up. Hey, Colonel. Yes, sir. <laughs> and just throws, like, a big handful of, like, delicious sugary tubers Ooh. up in the air. And uh, Black Spire 2 goes, chow time! And they all whoof, <laughs> jump out and grab some tubers, <laughs> land back in the trees. Uh, so you're able to settle into rest using the make camp move, and you choose one of your party members to manage provisions. I can make dinner. Do you guys... Yeah. After the last time you made dinner. What? <laughs> Is this something that thing Tuck in Tucker? Tuck <laughs> yeah, last time Tuck made dinner... <laughs> He spent like a weirdly long amount of time doing it. Uh And he's like, it will be worth it. Do not worry. And then he comes back and it's just a bowl of melted cheese. Like just Uh huge, only melted cheese. Huge bowl, just melted cheese. Uh Is there anything to dip in it? or? Yeah. And he hands you a spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see. It's just melted cheese. (laughs) <laughs> All right, when you prepare and distribute food for the party, roll plus wisdom. Okay. Eight. Eight, okay. Party consumes the expected amount, one per person per day. Is this stuff that you are making outside? Is it like you're asking the page, like Star Trek style, to just be like, uh, one pot roast, and he like makes a pot <laughs> roast, one side potatoes, and he totally. just reveals a side of potatoes? Yeah, so that's what happened, is like, Tuck was like, I will take care of everything, I'll make it myself, and then immediately he grabbed the <laughs> page. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, just like pull him in a hallway and like, you're like, bring this. Yeah. Come on, dude. I was like, all right, here's what I need you from you to make, Okay. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't talk. Okay. Shh, shh, shh. Don't fucking shush me. <laughs> it's like, all right, give me one pot roast. And he like lifts his little tray thing and there's a pot roast underneath. All right, wicked. And then he's like, I like the idea that can t- take a little bit of it and smear it on his apron. So it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, totally. He does food. it. He smears it on his apron and then he puts it on, on a tray and on a cart. And then he's like, all right, give me one uh, apple cinnamon pie. Shh. <laughs> lifts it up apple pie all right cool and he smears some of the pie on his face he he like almost puts it in the picard and then he's like i won't look like i didn't make it and then he puts his face in the pie he puts it down it's just like like those little pins that you put your face in uh Uh, and then he's like uh, give me a whole a huge giant pile of mashed potatoes and a huge pile of mashed potatoes. And then he puts a bunch of that on his head. <laughs> makes like <laughs> a, wig. a Bob Ross wig out of it. Yeah. He like puts it down. He's like, whoo. And then he, he leans back. And he's like, 
Oh boy, it is heating up in here. I wouldn't come into the kitchen if I were you, because you can't handle the heat. So, so point of fact, you have not found the kitchen yet. Right. <laughs> but well, I'm just in a, I'm in a hallway. Yeah, you're in a place that is definitely not the kitchen. Trying to convince them it's the kitchen, and, and then he takes like the glass sword and he like slams it against a railing a few times to make it sound like pots and pans. Does he really? Yeah, the blade shatters. <gasps> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was your, that was your, that's your seven to nine. It's oh. a glass sword. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Billy, I want my knife back. <laughs> but now you have a handle, a pretty heavy handle with like one of those uh, bell guards over the fist and some broken glass on the end of it. And everybody hears everything shatter. <laughs> and they all come running in. And then Tuck runs out and he's like, no, 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 no. Sorry, just a bunch of plates fell over. Stupid page. What happened? What happened? And I put, I, sh who's this? This is Por, this is, per this is Porus. Guess which one I mean. It's Perel. Okay, this yeah. This is a cute pet name that Perel's come up with. <laughs> Porus or Morel. Yeah. And so, yeah, when Perel's like, what happened? Tuck just shoves him to the ground. Oh my like, God. Go. Away. I'm whoa, doing whoa, stuff. Whoa. Okay, Does fuck. Morris come up and punch <laughs> Yeah. Oh, maybe. I think the second you push Perel, Morris is right in your face. You find yourself sliding backwards across the floor. What did you just do? You apologize right now. And he yells in Morris's face, Sorry! <laughs> You spin where you're standing and just get pushed back to where the food is. Okay. Tuck is now sweating so much because uh -huh. he's so stressed out. Yeah. And the page, I guess, cleaned up the shattered sword. It did. Aww. And it cleaned it up really fast. Like, yeah. To be fair, having uh, like a brass knuckles with a bunch of broken glass on it is pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah this thing totally doesn't just suck now. And he tosses it <laughs> wow. to the ground. See, like it's my fault. Even though I didn't even touch it. <laughs> I can't believe I paid five fucking marbles for this thing. <laughs> that was the most I've ever heard you sound like a teenage girl. It was like, I can't believe you're acting like it's my fault. I didn't even fucking touch it. <laughs> when Billy hits his teens, God, he's yeah. going to be Oof. insufferable. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really tough. Uh, uh, he's we can barely control him now. <laughs> no control <laughs> Manipulate Midi Mitigate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We keep having to buy marble. Yes <laughs> uh, I think he's bigger jars. Yeah, <laughs> he keeps stealing the marbles. He's trying to put them in when we're not looking <laughs> uh, But it's like pie pie turkey giant turkey roast Whoa. mashed potatoes multiple different kinds of gravy, uh -huh. a pheasant, and then he shoves that pheasant in the turkey, and then he tries to push the turkey into the roast. <laughs> <laughs> so he shreds the roast, and then he, like, stabs two giant, like, skewers into the turkey, uh -huh. and then he puts, like, smaller and smaller birds <laughs> on top of it, like Fun. it's... <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> what are those little tiny birds, like... Game hen, Cornish yeah, game hens. Cornish oh, yeah. hens. It's like a turkey with two skewers in it, with a chicken on top of it, and then with like a pheasant, oh and then a Cornish God. game hen. Uh huh. And then uh, two sparrows. Oh. <laughs> Roasted sparrows. <laughs> wow. So sad. Yeah, he got so stressed out, so he just started asking the page for so much. For stuff. more birds. Yeah. I bet the page is starting to look a little crispy on some of the ends of his sheet. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. Because Morris has suggested that this is like 
a spell with not unlimited use like it can be stressed beyond use so there i think even as you're asking for more and more birds they start looking weirder as you get more and more of them but it is a million birds you've made a million birds and then last four things are four bowls full of melted cheese Uh (laughs) puts that on the cart yeah Starts wheeling it in. Uh-huh. And then he's like, oh boy, you guys are not- Fast asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Except for uh, Billy and Victor, I- I've put little bibs on us, which is just Perel's like really nice silk sh- scarves. And and Victor is kind of sitting there with like his head pulled back now that Billy's put the bib on him. Like, Ugh. It's to keep your coat clean. But he's restricting my neck, which I need to fucking slam all these food. Yeah, but if you want to be like a gentleman, then you have to eat with a little bib. I am the most gentleman of all. I know, because you're wearing a bib like me. Yes. Really? Thanks for wearing your bib. Marble. Nice. What is this? What is marble? When I get enough marbles, I get to go to the Husky Diner and I get to eat all you can eat breakfast. (laughs) The marble depicts your value and superiority on the material scale yeah so when i get when the marbles (laughs) touch the top of the lid i get breakfast i wish to have marbles (laughs) i can make you a little marble jar i would like this very much okay i I asked for a second jar from ving there you go thank you i will get even more marbles than you We'll see about that. You have to earn your marbles. I hand you a sack of marbles. <laughs> what can I do to gain marbles? Sit. Okay. Sit. I sit. One marble. Oh my god. Shake paw. Shake paw. For marble. Yeah, for marble. Okay. Shake. Nice, good boy. Shakes, shakes a paw. I throw another marble in. Dear lord. Victor, roll over. Okay. <laughs> he rolls. Whoa. And because he's fucking huge, <laughs> yeah. it's a goof. Like he crushes a side table oh. as he rolls over. Yeah, another marble for that. Oh, my geese. It's always been so easy to show people how powerful I am. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I he, will. This is what it's like to be around people. <laughs> Give me more marble. Well, you have to do more tricks. Uh, uh, speak. Hello. <laughs> oh, good job. <laughs> disappear. I am always disappear. <laughs> no, you say disappear and he puts his paws over his oh. nose. <laughs> wow. I, uh, yeah, the marble jar is getting pretty full. <laughs> and Tuck comes in with the cart full of shit. And he immediately, <gasps> you see, I guess basically just his nose, like move up towards yeah. <laughs> the cart. And uh, because it was a seven to nine. The party consumes the expected amount of rations. <laughs> so there's way too many leftovers. There's so yeah. much leftover. Everybody eats like a decent amount. Yeah. Tuck, or Billy and Victor probably eat a lot more. Yeah, because it's expected of us. But everyone's like, oh. Ving actually had, like, he likes the melted cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I worked really hard on it. <laughs> Tacoma, I have to say, in terms of uh, manipulation of the pages, food conjuration spells, I, this is expertise thanks man and i have to say i've never seen so many dead birds in one place (laughs) (laughs) and now and he claps his belly off to bed for me and for you and he (laughs) like grabs pharrell by the front of his shirt and picks him up and they walk off (laughs) cute pretty Uh, cute and now is the time to set a watch wait can we lick our lips oh yeah you got a Mm -hmm. seven to nine not a ten plus oh shit oh fuck yeah unfortunately 
I already licked them. Totally you licked them for nothing. <laughs> yeah, you wasted all that spit on your dry God lips. It. <laughs> in 2045, when the water wars have begun, you're going to miss that saliva. I know. I'm going to think about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to well, hunt you down. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about Paul's wet lips. <laughs> Man, they were glistening. Oh, I could, if I, only if I could lick some of that. <laughs> I could be president based on the water on his lips. <laughs> he had the wettest lips on the southern island, I tell you. What and that man's name was Paul Oppers. <laughs> that man's name was Prime Minister Paul Oppers. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> L.I.P. <laughs> Killed in the <laughs> L.I.P. Uh, that was great. Okay, so make camp. The second part. If you're bedding down in a dangerous land, which you are, uh, decide on a watch order. Then the GM chooses one person on watch during the night to roll plus nothing. What I think is more interesting is who would like to roll plus nothing. I'll roll plus nothing. Very well. Makes sense, because you know the forest, you know how to keep watch out here. Yep. yep. So Smart. 2d6 plus jack shit. Four. Fuck! Shit. It's interesting, because you're still in the tent, and you're in a fairy circle. What I was going to say is that Ving wanted to commune with the whispers. so... Oh, yeah. But but I was going to say, maybe that's his... Maybe he's like, yeah, I'll watch, I'll watch. But then you're like, you know how you would like nod off? Mm-hmm. But his thing, he like nods into a commune. Oh, Ooh, smooth. He can't help it in this part of the land. So that could be the failure. Right. That's really interesting. The the white noise of the whispers is lulling you yeah. into a communion. Oh. Yeah. You're sitting there at the fire that you've built outside the tent. It's very funny that like, considering you just came from like, a fucking excessive feast <laughs> in basically a mansion. Mm-hmm. You're now sitting outside a tent at a campfire. I think the clouds have moved away and the night is bright and full. The light filters down through this gap in the trees, illuminating the fairy circle you find yourself in. The will of the wisp is still. <laughs> yeah, totally creating this like circular light. And as the light circles you, it's casting like shadows mm-hmm. on the trees around you. And you begin to like fall into, if not a full meditation, meditative like state as you settle into the feelings of this place that you're in. And the shadows dance and weave in the brush. And as the light goes right in front of your eyes, you like blink, you open them. And there's a man standing on the other side of the circle. Whoa. Mm. He looks like a older man, pale, traveling clothes, a wide-brimmed hat. Whoa. <sighs> Holy shit. So you figured it out. And that's where we're going to end it for this week. Holy fuck. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian Abdulaziz. That's sick. <laughs> playing Ving the Half-Elf Druid Paul Oppers. Who was that? <laughs> and playing Fat Billy the Half-Leg Thief Jessica Ty. Was it the Gippus Man? Thank you so much to Aaron Reed for Holy our shit. intro and you outro music. Right now. <laughs> Thank you so much to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music. You can find all of Aaron's original music at aaronreed.bandcamp.com and all of the music that he's produced for the show at uh, soundcloud.com, including songs written by Abdul and myself. And you can also join me in thanking all of our Patreon supporters around the world, uh, without whom the show would not be possible. If you would like to support the show and get access to a bonus campaign set in the High Spear Mall, art, music, sometimes uh, merchandise, lore, writing, 
live Q and A's, live streamed games, uh, full games with you and your friends, GM'd by Abdul and myself. Mm-hmm. You can join us at patreon.com slash speltlord or speltlord.com slash money, please. Thank you finally, and most of all to you for listening. We'll see you next time. And to anyone out there who's been <sighs> trash talking me on Reddit, I swear to God, here's what I'm going to do. No, no, no. I'm gonna, Just anyone on Reddit. I, I, I'm going to come to your house. Yeah. I'm going to fucking slit your throats. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, the, for satire only. He's going to cut your fucking throats and murder your family for satire. Yeah. This is just satire. This is satire. Legally, I'm just kidding, but my fist is going to meet your face. Yeah. On we- Sean's dad's lawn. <laughs> and my face is going to meet your fist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Want to get your fist swallowed, dude? Come find me. <laughs> it's going to be a fucked up fight for you. <laughs> you want to be my friend or my foe? Vote five stars. <laughs> Vote five stars. I don't know how to do this. You want to be my friend or my phone? Dial five five <laughs> friend, foe, foe, friend, foe. <laughs> God. Yeah. Do you want to be my? Yeah. Do what you said. My, do was, I want to be my friend? Do you want to be my friend? No. What you said oh. was, do you want to be my friend or my foe? Vote five stars. <laughs> so either option. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey man, there's no such thing as bad press. <laughs> if you want to I vote, mean, it's up to you, really. Wait. Yeah, you can say whatever the fuck you want about us, <laughs> Just as long as you vote five stars. Give us five stars. But. And I'll vote voting? five stars. Vote five stars and I'll fucking eat your fist, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to vote Kelly Clarkson to win American Idol, text 555-411. If you want to vote Clay Aiken, 555-412. And if you want to vote five stars, then you go into your podcast app and pick five stars and I'll suck God. your dick. <laughs> For satire. Satire, satire only. only. This one's real. I'm going to suck your dick <laughs> as a bit. <coughs> and so ends the tale of Adventures 3, who tried the best they can. Though dumb and scared and lost they be, for times abreast in revelry. And though our journey may be Chores and for you.